hello everybody, how's it going? And welcome back to a special Kill Connor Club podcast episode spoiler cast uh, for Spider-Man PS4. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, James, and I'm joined, as always, by Tyler. As always, how's it going, my friend? Pretty good. It's going great. Um, That's the way. <laughs> and we're joined today by two guests uh, joining us that are... Uh, I'm going to cut this bit out, I think. We're joined by two guests today. <laughs> No, I was not. gonna say that you're like little... I'm gonna say that you're like <laughs> huge like I was gonna say something related to Marvel and Spider Man and I just couldn't get my words out and I was like oh fucking I'm aborting that. We're joined by Evan Falaka and Brett from Marvel Central. How's it Ron, Ron from Marvel Central? Ron, how's it going? How's it going, Woo! guys? As always Fantastic. Yeah, as always, thank you uh for having me on. You're welcome, yep, man. Honored to be a, a first time guest on this amazing show. Oh, right. like, Jesus Christ, Evan, you sound way too excited. First of all, you sound way too excited to be on our show. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> all, also seeing it sound way too nice and, like, just a better person already from the <laughs> last five minutes of a conversation. Like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I got oh, to tone it down. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep, tone whatever you want to tone. I just, yeah, just... <laughs> You should be on a real show, probably. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyways, we're here talking about Spider-Man PS4. Are we going to do the list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we start, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, these spoiler casts and our whole podcast, Kill Connor Club, is brought to you by the great people over at patreon.com. Slash, as always, so to thank a few of you sweet vintage lads, we have King Richard III, Ballsack47, Team Man or Travis, Billy, the Team Title My Captain Robertson, Josh Devlier, Damien, Casey Wood, Arun Wynn, Mario5380, Lumistrad, Cameron Morrissey, McZ68, Shields, Awkward Cuck. <laughs> Oh, David. Excellent. <laughs> the real Jaw Raptors are here. Captain Keys Official, Kyle, Ollie the Dane, Ben or Modorox, Elstico91, Emil Catbork, Austin Eschors, Proving Mover, Julie, Adam Sunling, HBuds12, Saggy Tits, Jason Lasmedici, the ACMJS, Jason Ladd, Yazer, Jet the Sexy Boys, Smith, Brian Ford, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Joshua Mora, Gene, Marcus Blackburn, Seth, Oscar Ravjai, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, Brendan or Pico Overlord, and Pink Flame through on three. Thank you, Shoot Vinges Lad from Damage Podcast. Yeah, Evan, you've never heard the list, so I realize this is a new world for you. Woo! Oh, God. Brett. That was amazing. Yeah. Brett, yeah. your fucking messages pop up on Skype, like over your name. <laughs> they fade in and they pop up on f- full screen. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That's great. Oh. I-, I kept seeing him and I was just like <laughs> trying not to laugh. <laughs> All right, Spider-Man. Uh, let's try to let's try to somehow steer this ship into a proper proper direction. Spider-Man PlayStation Four. It's been out a few weeks, and uh, we're gonna. It's, if you can't tell by the title, this full spoilers. So if you haven't finished the game for some reason, or you're seeing, you're like, oh, I wonder if I should even get the game. I'll, I'll I'll listen to this podcast. Don't fucking do that. Play the game, finish the game, then come back and listen to this spoiler cast. So. Where do we want to start, James? Do we want to start just Beginning? general opinions? Oh, okay. Or do we want to go from start to finish with should this? Should we game? go through the should we just go through like the main just yeah. go from start to finish, get right into spoilers? Perfect. Yep, that sounds good. Alright. So I guess from the start of the game, uh we start off with uh Peter Parker 
in bed waking up with some uh, elaborate crime fighting, and uh, you've got to take well the whole tutorial. How long is the tutorial sequence? Like it's a like an hour long tutorial sequence almost where you've got to take out Fisk, and that sets up pretty much the entire game with the other villains, crime, all that sort of stuff. Um, how did you guys sort of feel the game started? and kind of the story in general and how it kind of played out from there. Anybody. <laughs> anybody at all. James, I'll go with you. I'm you want me to start? Okay. Fine. Um, well, I mean, uh, I mean, we talked about this before, but I I mean, I, I think it was all done really great. I think the thing that I love uh, from the beginning of the game uh, the most was the introductory cutscene that sort of concisely and quickly basically tells peter's origin story where it starts it fades in with like the spider and it's like oh he got bit by a spider then you got pictures of uncle ben like you know pictures of like articles of him doing stuff as spider-man and sort of as it pans around his room tells our story and that's the thing that i really fucking loved as soon as i saw that i was like okay this game is going to be a good game this is going to be a special game because they've they've taken the time to do these things right um and obviously you've got him like you know trying to get ready at the same like seeing seeing the worlds collide just from the very start is you knew you knew they'd gotten something right um and I think that's the thing from the intro that really stands out to me, even beyond the boss battle with Fisk and all of that, is that first, the first, like, you know, 30 seconds of the game. Spe speaking of the apartment, like, they put, like you said, so much detail into it, and it's only there for, like, the one, one scene. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought the same thing. That annoyed me, actually, a bit. I was like, come on. Yeah, it would have been just... cool to walk around a bit more, uh, especially in that apartment. But um, I really love the start, the music. It throws you literally right into the action as well. So I, I loved the Peter part, and then I loved the Spider-Man part, taking out Fisk. Uh, you feel like experience because, I mean, if you've seen Fisk in Daredevil, he's like, he's a really strong villain, and then you just take him out kind of easily in a way. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I love how the they, they show just like how the apartment is filled with the essence of Peter's history of being Spider-Man. And then you can look at that uh, closer and you can pinpoint little Easter eggs. Like you actually see the Amazing Fantasy 15 comic underneath like one of a, one of his bookshelves. And it's like the coolest thing ever. It's so meta. And I love how they don't need you to know, oh, this is how Peter got his powers. This is how Uncle Ben died. You know, because we're all hardcore Spider-Man fans, the history of Spider-Man. I love how they just directly show you Little shots of the newspaper, like, okay, he took out Scorpion, he took out Electro, he took out Vulture, he's been doing this for a while, web shooters, he has his Spider-Man suit, he's ready to go out and save the day, and he just jumps out the window after looking at his, you know, rent bill, and he's like, no, I gotta go save the city, and then mm. you just go <laughs> and be Spider-Man. After that cutscene, it immediately goes into gameplay, and I find that amazing how they did that, it was phenomenal. Yeah. Well, they set up the, and that's the thing probably about this whole game as well, um, it sets up what we kind of know. It doesn't really matter what age Peter is. The the never-ending battle is always between his life as Spider-Man and his life as Peter Parker. And like you said, with the having to decide between am I going to save the city or do I need to look at not getting evicted from my apartment? And Spider-Man kind of always wins with, with that whole debate. Mm, yeah, true. That's a theme throughout the entire game, even up until the ending, which of course we'll talk about later, is... But it's the thing with between... every Spider-Man yeah, ever. Yeah, exactly. Is that choosing between... That's, that's the thing. that Between a good Spider-Man story and a great Spider-Man story is that 
you know, you can get Spider-Man right, but you've got to get Peter Parker right as well to, to nail it properly because it's a huge part of his stories is, you know, that that duality between the two. Um, and the, the, the sometimes you get these Spider-Man stories where Peter Parker never even factors into it. And sometimes they're great with something like A Web of Shadows, which was a really great game. It was my favorite before uh, Spider-Man PS4, but there was no, there wasn't really any Peter Parker in that. And, you know, I, I think the best stories incorporate both. They have to tell that, tell that story, show his struggle, which is a huge part of it. And they do that great in Spider-Man PS4. Um, I guess from, from that point where we're introduced and, you know, I love the fact that, you know, when you jump out of Spider-Man, the camera just kind of pans and then you're in the action you're playing. Um, and it shows you straight away that they nailed the web swinging, at least, I mean, I thought they nailed the web swinging and you get yeah. into combat. What do you guys think of like gameplay wise as well? Cause I don't just want to talk about the story, like with the, with the way the combat flowed and web swinging and traversing everything like that. Were you guys really happy with that or is there things you think could be improved for a sequel like where, where are you at with that so like at first for me personally i probably died a few times in that first mission just because you know it kind of overwhelms you with all this all the web swinging and then the combat as well but once you start getting the hang of it it's so fluid you can knock enemies into each other if you actually um actually put like someone on a mailbox or something um you wed them up on there, you can pick up that mailbox, swing it around, and their body will still be stuck on that mailbox. Oh, like, yeah, little yeah. details like that. Yeah. Is in- it's insane. And um, so, like, okay, combat is good once you start getting the feel for it, but then it gets so good when you unlock all the different gadgets. There's so many. I mean, I, <laughs> the trip mine is probably my favorite, just shooting it somewhere, having someone, yeah. an enemy walk into it. But there's so many different options you could do. And also just changing um, a gadget during the middle of combat is fluid as well. Like, I don't, for their first game, first Spider-Man game, they just absolutely killed it with combat. Yeah, I felt the same way. I, I, I thought it flowed really well. And, you know, it, it's sim- it's got that similar style to the Arkham game with its own kind of, you know, take on it. And I thought, yeah, it works perfect for for this and probably most superhero games like this. Fluid, everything connects. I, didn't, I never got bored of it either. Like, no matter how much I played, combat isn't something that I thought was boring ever. There was always kind of, you can figure out new ways with unlocking new gadgets and stuff, so... Mm. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, when you unlock more suits, they also have powers and abilities. So it just keeps adding. Even towards the end of the game, you're still unlocking more and more stuff. Hmm. I think the what, what was the homecoming suit's power? Is that the one where the, like, you do this web spin? No, no. Oh, that's, that's the drone the, thing. What's the web spin? That's the, no, jump? That's the classic suit. Okay, so yeah. I never used a the single. Web is the best. I never used a single other suit power. I was like, this is clearly the far superior suit power. And then I never used another one. Because every time I got a new oh, suit, really? I would look at the power. I'm like, oh, that sounds like shit. I'm going to use the, yeah, the web I blossom. I used the homecoming suit called. one. The, yeah, it homecoming the spider bro or whatever, bro. where it just, yeah. it just comes out and it just fucking electric shocks everything. Oh, I love it. yeah. Yeah, use you're wrong. That, yeah, and that's then cool. Just yeah. spam spider drones. And then you have like a flying spider robot army just killing everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that as well. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's cool, James. You're wrong, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's okay. Um, <clears throat> what what else? Um, with the abilities as well, I found that like that progression in combat as well kind of added. Like I felt like it was a perfect sort of pace because I was probably 
I was probably level 50, like 80% through the game. I was max level and had all the skills. And I felt like that was kind of like the perfect sort of time mm -hmm. to, in terms of progressing and kind of unlocking new ways with combat and, and with gadgets. And so it was kind of like a perfect, I felt a nice, like linear sort of progression with combat and gameplay and everything like that and going from like figuring out how to play to just being like, oh, I'm a fucking master of this, you know? Right. Uh, I know, for me, like, uh, when I got to meet uh, Adam Corleone, the head combat designer at E3, and I played the demo, and he asked me, like, oh, what was your favorite part about the demo? And I said the combat. Even though I love swinging, I was blown away by this combat. I mean, I, I totally understand. They, they themselves have said they looked at the Arkham games for inspiration. They've looked at the past Spider-Man games you for inspiration to, yeah. for the combat and swinging. But this is like so innovative and there's so much depth to it. You can kick enemies in the air, use your gadgets to ring them out or slam them down with webs, use your environment. You even use the walls, bounce on a wall, bounce off it, hit a guy, you know, slam other guys and other people. Like you said, you can web a guy to an object, throw that object with the guy stuck to it and then slam it to another guy. There's so much variety with it, and it never gets old for me either. Like, I always discover something new with it, and even when you're fighting the more difficult enemies later on in the game with the Sable agents, you always, like, discover new ways to take them down. I love every bit of the combat. It never gets old for me. Same with the swing. I just find it incredible how they handled it. Hmm. How, did you, how did you feel? I got, I got asked just for my own background, Evan. Overall with this game, was where, where do you put this for you? Like in ranking or like one of your favorite, is it one of your favorite games ever? Like how do you um, feel? I, I mean, I might be a bit biased when I say it's probably like my favorite game of all time since Insomniac <laughs> included my name in the game once in an Easter egg and then the Spidey Squad as the collectible backpack, mm. which I'm freaking out over still. But um, honestly, <laughs> like even without that in like in the game, even if I was never a YouTuber to begin with and I never interacted with them, this would be, I think, one of, if not my favorite games of all time, not just for the combat and the swinging and how the game looks, but the story is easily my favorite part about it. This is one of the definitive versions of Spider-Man I've ever been able to experience. And I'm so happy that it's a game. I know that sounds weird because they're like, oh, wouldn't this be a great movie? But like, no, I think the way that how you can interact with this world and feel like you are Spider-Man in a way that you never could before. I know that's like a really bad phrase, but it is true. Like you actually do feel like you are this web-slinging superhero that we all love. And just being able to swing around the city, fight crime, you know, pull off these super cool looking tricks and experience a Peter Parker story at the heart of it all, I think is what makes it so fun to go back and play. Even after being the game, I just be it a second time recently and I just find the story won't never get old for me. I love every part of it and I'm just so happy that Insomniac actually are the ones who made this game because I think no one else could have done it but them. They did an excellent job. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I, I find it interesting, like you said, the people are like, oh, this should be a movie. And I always find those um, comments weird because I think yeah. what they're getting what they're getting confused by, uh, in in my at least in my opinion, is it is like in terms of cutscenes and everything um, shown like you're playing a Spider-Man movie or a Spider-Man TV show. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, that's how it's kind of. Uh, I, I, I don't even know the right word for it. Um, I guess written, but also captured and, and, and shown, right, like with cutscenes and things like that. And I that like that's – it. 
it, that's it's trying to be have the elements that are familiar to us from movies and TV shows. It doesn't mean oh that's so good it could be a movie. No, 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 that's what they're trying to make a good game by doing it like a movie. Right. It's similar to in a way way lower and not as good as Spider-Man way when they did in Battlefront 2 with the, having an actual campaign all the cutscenes they like they have it like you're playing a Star Wars movie with the camera angles they use the music they use just the way they kind of script things and I noticed that here I'm like oh I feel like I'm just playing a really long movie which is perfect that's what you want you know what I mean you want that familiarity of oh, this is, like, the right way to tell... Because that's a good sign of, like, oh, you're telling this story in a really interesting way. Right. Mm. So I kind of like how it was all captured and, and shown. And like No, that. absolutely. Like, if you just, like, look up on YouTube, like, those whole, like, all cinematics or all cutscenes in the game, you could just lay back and watch that. Like, oh, my God. Like, the yeah. performances alone in the motion capture detail from Peter and... Uh, you know, Otto Octavius and all the other villains in the game and all the other characters that you get to interact with. It's like, oh my God, like this can be on par with, if not better than whichever, you know, Spider-Man movie is your personal favorite, like Homecoming or Spider-Man 2 or even one of the amazing Spider-Man movies. I, I love how this story is so well written and so well, you know, fleshed out with characters. Nothing's rushed. Nothing is, is like, you know, just put there is just because like for filler it's actually all related to the character of peter and his relatability to us and how he's such a relatable character in general and how he connects to everybody on a personal level and i love how that was the center focus throughout the entirety of the game even though they introduced new characters like miles and mj and you know yuri and uh you know silver sable and all these other big time characters but still the heart of it all was peter and i love every single time they show him in the game because he's so like great to connect with on that you know personal level and i think insomniac handled his character in such a great way like you said on a new way that we all know from hardcore spider-man fans but also in a new way that we can experience it that we never have before and they nailed it yeah i as and it's interesting as well you mentioned the supporting cast because I guess as well from what we're talking about with just this going kind of through the story from start to finish after that whole fist stuff, you start to kind of get introduced over the next probably two hours to the main supporting cast, Otto, uh, MJ, and you know, you know, you don't meet miles for quite a while, but, uh, Aunt May as well. Like that supporting cast was as much a highlight for me as Peter was mm. because they, it, unlike most, uh, you know, you don't see that even in the Batman Arkham games, you don't see, side characters supporting characters get enough screen time that they have their own development they have their own character arcs in it it's not just like you know what i mean whereas most video games it's here's your main character it's all about him especially in superhero games mm. but with this i thought it nailed also focusing on you know all the supporting cast or the most important supporting cast and really everyone kind of has their own character arc their own story here their own purpose and yeah. as well, their own purpose to be a part of a probably inevitable sequel, right? Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, uh, talking towards the the characters and the the whole supporting cast and everything, I think, I mean, Spider Man and Peter for one, I think is one of my favorite portrayals of the character in any form of media. I think it's absolutely nailed, especially this older Peter as well. It's really good. I love it. Um, and as well. Every character, I think, they nail the portrayal of. It feels like it's in its own universe, but it feels so familiar as well. Like, 
um, Octavius felt like Octavius. It's so weird, like, seeing, and with, like, Norman Osborn and with MJ, when, when these characters showed up and you, you interact with them, I'm like, it feels like that character. But, like, it's different, but, like, I'm like, I f it feels familiar, in a sense. I'm like, they this definitely is, this, got that right. Yeah. And this is how you know, right, that they got it right, because before they even said Otto's name, just when I saw him, like, oh, that's Otto, you knew by the look of him, the way he talked, who the characters are. Same with Osborne, um, and same, well, I mean, MJ, like, I'm pretty sure he says, like, MJ, like, as soon as you see it, right. so you obviously know that, but, like, um, just even with the characters, they wouldn't even have to say their name, and you knew who they were. That's how you know they nailed it. Mm. Yeah. One thing for me is, uh, like, Miles Morales, I've never really read any of his comics or really uh, watched the show or anything like that. So going into it, they first introduce you to his dad. And I, I love that mission. And I actually like the dad ends up saving you. And it's just a really nice scene. And right after he gets the whole, you know, award and then Miles is there. And that's how they kind of introduce it all together. And I just thought that mission uh, was really well done when he gets the award. Martin Lee's there. And then just, yeah, it's like. Yeah, that, James, that. you and I, yeah, you yeah. and I talked about it. It's just like what? it comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Like you, I was like, I was loving like because when he's there, um, Miles' dad, and he's talking to his family, and they're talking. I was like, oh, this is great. I like these characters. This is really cool. And then when shit goes wrong, like there were tears. I was, I, I did tear up. I was like, this is. Did you fun. not see this that coming? Crazy. Yeah. I, in the back of my mind, I was like. So this can't go right. Like something's gonna go wrong. But then when it did go wrong, even though I did think it, I was like, this. It still hit me. I, it still. It still was really sad. Especially when, like, cause, like, it was so weird. Cause I didn't know what, like, what the outcome was gonna be. Cause suddenly, like, Peter's on the ground, like, out cold. Mary Jane's like losing her shit. And then you start playing as Miles, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> they're not gonna kill him, are they? Like, he's not just gonna die here. Like, part of me did think, I was like, nah, he can't, because we know a bunch of other parts of the game from the demos, but, like, at the same time, I was like, what if they did, though? What if they were just baiting us out that whole time? Peter dies <laughs> here and now, and then you just start playing as Miles. Like, it'd be so weird, but, yeah, I mean, that bit hit me hard. That was a great, great scene. It freaked me out even more on how realistic it was, too. Like, in the trailers, they show that scene, like, oh, Martin Lee's here, and then an explosion goes off. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen. But I didn't expect it to go that real and how mm. it was like a lot of people were saying like, oh, it's a huge tonal shift. But it was in a great way because of how, oh, you stop the demons with the helicopter and then you're meeting MJ at City Hall. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jefferson's there and he's getting his award. And then all of a sudden, Norman gets that call from Martin Lee. And like, oh, OK, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden, suicide bombers show up out of nowhere working with Mr. Negative. I'm like, this is absolutely insane and amazing how they wrote that in with this is a world with serious stakes this isn't just like oh you know this is a happy-go-lucky willy-nilly universe it's actually a realistic interpretation of new york but incorporating that marvel side of stuff too mm -hmm. all in one cohesive narrative and having that seriousness with miles losing his dad and playing that scene as Miles, because they were going back and forth in, like, the kind of funny spoiler cast, Brian was like, oh, uh, we were originally going to have this be 
play as Peter, but then they said, oh, let's switch it to play as Miles. And I think that's such a great choice because of how vulnerable you are. You're sneaking mm -hmm. around the inner demons that will kill you with their swords or their guns and are killing other people while you're trying to make your way to your dad. And I thought that was such an intense mission. And it's so real, too. And you're like, you feel for Miles and for Jeff. You want them to both be okay. And you just get through this incredibly heart-wrenching scene. Then you realize that he didn't make it out alive. He died from that explosion. Then you realize that is Miles. And you go through this whole mission just trying to be okay. And it was crazy how they handled it. And they did an amazing job. That is easily one of my favorite missions in the game. Yeah, I think just having one big plus of the game, and it's part of you know what I said before about side characters having their own arcs and and their own like screen time, and getting to play as Miles and MJ it, it, for periods throughout this game was so awesome, and the, and it's always like really cool bits as well. Like, I mean, as soon as I'm you meet um, Miles' dad. I knew it was who this character was. I was like, oh, this will be Miles' dad. And I'm like, I definitely know he's going to die. Like, I knew he was dying. I thought he was going to die when, you know, he takes the bullet for you. Oh, so did I. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, that's what I'm like, oh, right so this there. is where he dies. I was like, and then they he didn't die. I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, it's a bit... Um, they, they're letting it build a bit more, which I liked. And then as soon as you're at the ceremony, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit is going down and he's dying 100%. But they still, even though I... I saw that whole thing come in my way. They still nail nail it in the sense of they the whole scene played out, as you said, so well with real stakes, real intensity. The fact that you didn't play as Peter, you played as Miles. Like it's even though I saw it coming, it do, didn't mean it didn't have the impact it was intended to have. It did still because mm. it was so like, oh shit, this is not though how I expected it to go down. Even though I knew, you know. Um, right. Miles' dad was was gonna die, and probably here as well. I just thought it would be a bit different, but the fact that Peter's you know on the ground and MJ screaming and stuff, I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. It like, was dark, like especially yeah, since dark. the rest of the game wasn't like up until that point. It was like you know your typical sort of comic book. Everyone was having a good time. It was like it took itself seriously, but like you know it wasn't like that. And when that when that moment happened, it was like shit. This is like. Like it was so different, but it was so different in a good way. And I really liked it. Yeah, I loved it because the thing with me is that usually in the comics, it's Miles's mom that died, and I'm right with you there. Like I thought uh, Jeff was gonna get shot from the demon where he was trying to, you know, run over Spider-Man. Then all of a sudden, Jeff comes in with his car and then runs in, you know, to the car, the truck, and all of a sudden he shoots his gun. And all of a sudden, like, oh my god, is he okay? But then he's fine. Like, oh, okay, so I wasn't expecting him to like go out in that way and then all of a sudden from the trailer like oh my god he's the cop in that explosion that he dies from the suicide bomb. i'm like oh my god like i wasn't expecting it exactly like what you said to go down in that way and i was so shocked that they just did it like instantly after that great mission you get to know more about jefferson davis and you see that really heart you know heartfelt cutscene with miles and jeffy's like a hero is just a guy who doesn't give up and then he you know dies in the name to just try and save his fellow friends like it's like oh my god this is too much for me to handle yeah yeah shit and the way they introduced miles as well right before that and like spider-man helps him out and stuff like it's yeah it's uh one thing it's... i want to mention is uh oh well go ahead tyler i don't want to no no no, no 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 go go on go on okay so like uh during there's a miles mission where he's like getting beat up that's the when he's introduced right yeah yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I'm playing as Peter for a second, and then I go into photo mode and just like take a selfie with Miles like on the ground getting beat up. It's just like the <laughs> <laughs> photo mode in this game is great, and it, it's kind of annoying because for me, I love taking photos, but I'll stop kind of in a mission when things are getting intense just to try to get a good picture. But I mean, that photo mode is so addicting. I agree, yeah, it is. So, you know that the photo mode came out, like, in the first, like, update of the game, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, <laughs> I uh, didn't update the game. I kept going, like, no, update. I just want to play. Fucking update later. Uh, the first half of the game, I kept thinking to myself, I can't be this dumb. Everyone's saying, where's photo mode? <laughs> Everyone else is using photo mode. Why don't I have photo mode? And I was halfway through the game when it dawned on me, I'm like, I bet it's in this fucking update that every time I come on the PlayStation, it's telling me, oh, you want to update? I'm like, and then it did that. I'm like, oh, fuck it up. Because I felt so dumb. And like, I kept like, you know, like going up on the D-pad using the camera thinking, oh, do I, is there a menu from the, using just my, my camera and then I can take a selfie from there. I'm like, how's everyone using photo mode and taking selfies? I can't not, I can't be this dumb. Like, where is it? Oh, that's great. <laughs> so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Oh, I just needed that update. But, so yeah, oh, the photo mode. of um, playing as Miles, and I guess since it's a spoiler cast, I'll say it. The mission where you play as Miles when you're trying to escape from Rhino, and they oh, said, like, wow. hey, I'm Miles Morales, and welcome to Jackass. And he's, like, talking to, like, taking a selfie of, like, right in front of Rhino before he, like, fails him. And, like, <laughs> That's oh, great. Oh. I love that mission, though. Yeah, mission that, that mission was the best. Mm. Also, think... um... Oh, go ahead, Tyler. I was just going to say, I think, I'm trying to think of, like, I think my favorite, though, of missions that isn't, you're not playing as, like, Peter or Spider-Man was MJ at um, Osborne's, like, oh, yeah. house. Yep. Or, like, that apartment. one is awesome. That That's an awesome mission. The that amount of detail good. of things you can go up to and kind of get backstory to and context to and a yeah. bit more information yeah. was so amazing. So amazing. I love yeah. that whole mission and sequence. No, really I'm jumping like ahead it. a bit. Also, but... though, the fact in that... Another thing about that mission is, outside of story, is they finally... They give MJ the taser, so she's not yep. just sneaking around. Like, you can take right. out the guys, which made the gameplay a lot more fun, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And so I like that. But obviously... The Every time you play her, they kept good. adding something to it, whether it's like that... Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. That's so what I was, was waiting yeah. for, too. Like, okay, so first we're just doing nothing to take out enemies we just have to kind of avoid that lady in the museum then you get that device from peter and then you actually get to team up with him in grand central station which is easy oh like yes mission, which is mm. awesome and then she gets the stun gun I'm like finally let's go i need to do some stealth takedowns let's do this yeah 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 i like that totally forgot about grand central to be honest the, the game's a bit of a blur yeah I'm, for, I'm forgetting what order things come in i'm trying to remember the different pieces like there's the talking uh, about miles again we had that scene where um spider-man saves miles from getting beat up and then he teaches him that little like sort of like, that was great fight stance and then yeah. later on after when you it's, it's <laughs> when you escape from rhino right you yep um, it is. you run into those those guys that are that being someone up and miles is sort of thinking like shall i intervene or shall i stay back and then yeah. his sort of his true nature yeah. comes through where he's like you know he's he wants to be like his dad he sort of wants to be a hero and he's like mm-hmm. fuck it i'll do the right thing and so he, you know, intervenes, and then he ends up using the skill that Peter taught him. And I was like, "That's so fucking good." I like the, awesome. the attention to detail there in the storytelling. It was really nice. I thought I, it was fantastic. I only have one. It's not. It's not a criticism at all. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of is like in terms of story. Mm-hmm. I they the way they set up, and I get that it's kind of like trying to divert what they were, I guess, mark marketing, or at least kind of um, have some sort of plot twist. But when you've got uh, Martin Lee, who is a great villain, I thought for who he is. Uh, in this, like throughout it all, and like you said, the huge moment of you know having suicide bombers, the amount of people that died, and what he did. I know you catch him, but like I found it, it just in some ways felt a little bit odd that five minutes later he's working for Otto Octavius, who within five minutes becomes the biggest supervillain in New York City. I suppose what they did was Peter already had established villains in Rhino, Scorpion, um, and the other Sinister Six. They already existed. So what this story was, was establishing that final villain that would add to the collection being Mr. Negative. So they got to introduce that final character. And then Doc Ock shows up to be like, right, let's take this new guy and all the old guys. And that's the real story is like, he gives them all things that they would want. And then it forms into like that thing so i guess it's like we're sort of seeing the end of that setting up of villain section we kind of get to we get to experience the setup of mr negative for the main story which is doc ock although i do think that maybe all of that end section happened a little bit too quickly like i was expecting it's at that to happen sort of midway through like the the raft mission to be midway through and then you get a bit more time because i i do feel kind of like you took out the sinister six relatively quickly which maybe they should maybe it should have been more of a task, um, but I think it's a yeah because it's about two thirds anyway. through the game before Otto's even, you know, Doc Ock. Yeah, and then you take him down pretty quick. Like, there's not really like because I would have I what I would have liked if I had to change anything was maybe have two fights with him. You have a fight with him in the middle, and he defeats you or whatever, or like he has to like you know th- no one wins. And then you fight him at the end, and like maybe Peter learns something in that first fight um, after you've taken out the Sinister Six or whatever, that he, then he can defeat Doc Ogg in the final battle. But it's sort of, I think it maybe happens a bit too quick, all of the Sinister Six stuff after they've sort of come into the city. But maybe that's just because Peter's already defeated, like, you know, Rhino, Vulture, Electro. He's already defeated these guys, so it's not like yeah. it's a huge task for him to do it again. He's just sort of got to go around and sort them out. And the boss battles were fun, they weren't like. The most I was gonna say, I was like, how ever, good? But... I, I I loved some of the boss battles. I thought I thought the last one was the best one though. Yeah, I, I thought they were all great. I think they were all great in terms of cinematic story, and they were fun. It's not like I was playing like a you know like a God of War or a Kingdom Hearts where they've got like these really well made boss battles that are like the highlight or whatever. But the boss battles themselves were good. They're not bad. They're just not complex. I think. Is what I'm is what I'm going for, but I love them, especially yeah. the final boss. Yeah, I really fucking love that with the, you know, where Peter's suit is like, you know, yeah. destroyed and like that moment when he realizes that he knew that he was Spider Man, and he like mm-hmm. gets really mad. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Like this was that was like yeah. something out of a movie. Like it was so fucking good, and the performance yep. from Yuri Lowenthal was bloody incredible. Oh my god, Yuri Lowenthal and William Sawyer's two voices, Otto Octavius, is perfection mm-hmm. and. That broke me when he said, Parker, he's like, you knew, like, I tried to warn you, but you didn't listen. Like, you knew, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, and you got to think about that, too. Like, there's all these crazy questions going around your head when that happens. Like, wait a minute. So does that mean he knew 
when he saw the costume, or did he even know maybe before that? What if he even knew from the get-go he was Spider-Man or something? You never know because of how this Otto Octavius is so smart in the sense that he is knowing that Peter was Spider-Man. And maybe he knew that back when he saw his costume but didn't want to admit that to Peter right there. He wanted to keep it a secret for him. And then the uh, the tentacles, the, the neural interface, messed with his mind, making him act like that. Or maybe that's how he just was already you know it's all these cool like thoughts like oh was he bad Mm -hmm. before or was he already like this because of the tentacles or maybe even after that so it's like all these cool questions that are and that's the great yeah and that's a great question at the end right when he's begging when you take out your interface and he's begging he's like peter peter i need your help like it wasn't me and i'm sitting there like fuck you dude i'm not helping you do dick no. you, i don't buy that <laughs> I don't anymore God, i feel so terrible about this because this like this is like peter's idol really after all yeah event, but fuck like, that guy but also <laughs> right? fuck that guy yeah, yeah, but... I, like i'm like i'm like kill him i'm like you know what peter i know this is a really good character but stab him <laughs> fucking stab him like that's what i was like use the tentacle and make him stab himself yeah i felt yeah. more bad for peter than anything else like he's lost his idol and then yeah again yeah. otto is saying like oh it was the neural interface and then peter has that dilemma of no you can't say that now like i've created this like villain for you in my mind you can't right. turn around and then confirm like oh you were wrong and all that because it's just making him more conflicted and then he just at the end is like no i've got to go like this is it like and right over. after that aunt may like that whole oh scene. my god it's just it like what after his oh, idol far too many okay. emotions <laughs> can't i got that, that spoiled for me before, you got that spoiled for you oh no yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sucks. Someone posted, um, Amir posted uh, his oh, platinum trophy right. on Twitter. Like the screenshot of getting the at platinum the trophy, of what, you know, comes up and he's at the fucking grave. Oh, and I'm like, shit. And, 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 and he goes, oh, no one would, like, I read, like, as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, oh, cool, platinum. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Ben Parker's grave. I'm like, why is there fresh flowers in a grave? <laughs> with Parker? Oh, yeah, because right I replied to it, to it like, as soon as I saw it. Literally right next to it. And then oh. I read the replies. And because I'm like, someone said to me, oh, but it could have been Peter's parents. I'm like, yeah, but there's not two other graves. There's just one. It's next to Ben. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, there's one next to Ben. And yeah, and, and all the re- replies to me is going, no one even knows if they looked at it. You shouldn't, someone goes, you shouldn't have looked at it. I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was a spoiler. Like, it's a, someone just said, I got the platinum. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because oh, I was sitting there thinking, oh, cool, that's Ben's grave. I wonder where that is. So I looked at it because I'm like, I haven't been there yet in the game. And then I right. saw, yeah. So I'm like, for fuck's yeah. sake. Like I replied stupid. to him straight away and I was like, I was like, Amir, delete it. You're going to spoil like, are this you got, Like, are you stupid? Like, you know how long people <laughs> wait for this game just to spoil it with one little pick? Like, are you dumb? It was Come so on. stupid. It was <laughs> so I, I, stupid. I'm so honored that Sony would even provide me a, a, re- a review copy, but I think they need to rethink next time who they give review copies to because holy crap or like on reddit oh reddit there was, was just a, a lot minefield of, spoilers, yeah. of spoilers like oh my god and i saw like I, I beat the game on like august 30th or whatever um because i played it non-stop but then all of a sudden when the embargo lifted i see one of the guys who got the, the review copy post the whole ending and all thumbnails oh, showed the spoilers oh, of what happened oh, are boy. you freaking 
stupid. Like, are you a moron? It's so like, dumb it's so as well because who's like? It's not like that's gonna bring in that many views. No one wants to know the ending. The game. No one's out. gonna look at it. But then yeah. there are gonna be people who like are looking at like, oh, I want to see this trailer again, and then it'll be like your suggestion box oh, or recommendations. God, like, oh, just... do you want to see the freaking ending of Ant May Dying? Like, no, I don't want to see that. Like, yeah, I, yeah. If you're gonna post the ending yeah. as well, at least like just put in the title Spider-Man PS4 ending spoilers or whatever, and just have the thumbnail as anything yes. but a spoiler. Like, exactly. what? there's no need to put the spoiler in the thumbnail. It's not going to bring in more views. Exactly. It's, ugh, God, so dumb. it's the worst. Uh, but, yeah, I did get that even after the, getting it spoiled. I, granted, uh, I did see. Like, then two days later, I saw the thumbnail of him over Aunt May's um, bed. Like, yeah. like, your deathbed. Like, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I already knew that. So, whatever. <laughs> like, it was kind of like, oh, whatever, man. bro. Yeah. I didn't get anything, like. I didn't get the stories for it, and I was like, so it, to be fair, kind of ruined Art May's whole character for me because it was only like halfway and less than halfway. Right. So I was like, I was like, eh, fuck Art May. I'm not even going to care about her character. I know she dies in the end. Like, that's kind of what my head was at through oh, this whole that sucks. Because I, mean, I, I think what happened was I might have played like one day of Spider Man that I didn't play for like four days because I was t- really? too busy. I was, oh. t- I was so busy. Like, I didn't get a chance to like, um, to play because I played like on the. That the week the week it came out, I got on like Saturday. Gotcha. Later, like an hour Saturday, and then I played like a good amount on the Sunday, and then Monday, Ubisoft flew me to Sydney to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and yes. then I just didn't get a chance to play on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'm sitting there like, fuck, so I can I play Spider Man again? Like I need to finish it. Like, and then <laughs> I got the I got the spoiler during that time as well, so I was like, well, oh, no. I'm probably like a third through the game, and I and I was like, yeah, cool, sick, but it doesn't spoil like. <laughs> The auto part of it and that whole port, like, it doesn't really spoil the game itself. It yeah. spoils the story. It's like an moment. ending moment. It's a yeah, at least you didn't get, like, moment, the post credit scene spoiled because that would be awful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do, you know what? Do you know what? Before we talk uh, post credits and before we talk uh, Aunt May stuff, I wanted to get everyone's thoughts on the Silver Sable stuff. Yeah. Because um, I think a lot of people have mixed feelings on that. So, like, what do you guys mm-hmm. think, like, in terms of. Do you think she was necessary? Do you think it's weird the way she just disappears but goes, nah, but my men can stay here? Like, what? What? Do you, what what's everyone's thoughts on, on, on her and all that stuff? So, performance-wise, uh, Nicole Leese, who voiced Silver Sable, is literally the coolest person in the universe. I met her at Comic-Con. She's awesome, and she follows me on Twitter, and she watches my videos and subscribes to my channel, which I'm freaking out over. She's the best. And um, in her... In her role in the game i thought was great except i did find it a bit weird that when they were talking about how awesome she is at comic-con and they thought that oh they said like oh she has um some troops that she's going to deploy because she's working for norman osborne and then she's going to be be this big threat I'm like okay cool and all of a sudden when uh it got to that point like spider-man's like listen i don't like you and you don't like me but osborne's in there right now we gotta go get him so we can fight each other or fight Lee, but not both. I'm like, no, let's do both, please. Because then all of a sudden, like, let that make it more fun. And it's like, oh, well, she's on our side. Okay, cool. So then maybe, well, if we don't get to fight her, maybe we'll get to team up with her and fight uh, Mr. Negative. That will be interesting. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, she goes and fights the demons. And then she's in that cutscene, And then she leaves. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I got to go because I don't know if I did the right thing or not. Like, uh, I like her involvement in the game. I just wish they included her a bit more as a character like, interacting with spider-man or maybe even osborne because they showed that like once with her and norman yeah. uh mm-hmm. in the penthouse part and then that was it and like uh and nicole Elise is such a cool person and an awesome voice actor. like oh i wish they gave her a bit more screen time 
Uh, and in the DLC, one of the DLCs is called Silver Lining. So I really hope that that does not mean they're going to include yeah. Silver Sable as a DLC character. I would find yeah, I that think really, that's what really is. Yeah, well, scummy. Yeah, not scummy, be but ready. just like, oh, really? Be you ready. Be DLC, ready. But not in the main game. But, um, for her <laughs> that was literally her, the point game, of her character, I felt like, to be honest. To bait you like, out for the DLC. Yeah, I was like, this is, a, this is just Black like, as well. we're going to show you some, but not a lot because Yeah, DLC. like. I get with Black Cat at least because they want to give her a bit more um, screen time. And it wouldn't her story. I can yeah, see was, not fitting in the main yeah. game. Plus, story. Yeah, it was really like low. Too. Well, it was, yeah, yeah. It was fine. like Tombstone. Tombstone was a great side mission, and oh, that, was that was awesome. They made him a side mission villain. I could see them doing that with Black Cat, but I think that that would have just, uh, distracted the players a bit more from what the main story is. So mm. I get why she's DLC, but Silver Sable. I am a bit disappointed. She's not a boss. But I do like her in the game for what she was. But if she is the DLC character for that Silver Linings one, I'm going to be a bit upset. Yeah, I you like. Said... I think her betrayal's really good, but I don't. Mm -hmm. I think she's the weakest side character. But that's oh yeah, definitely. due to the writing, the way they wrote her in, and also that the fact that she does say like, "Oh, I don't know whether I've done the right thing, so I'm going to leave." But then. She leaves all of her troops there. It's like... They just stay there. But yeah. if, like, it wasn't you. Like, if you're leaving because you're not sure whether you've done the right thing, surely take the occupation out of the city. Like, right. the fact everyone's still there is like, you're sort of... You're still committing to it. You're just not yeah. there in yeah. person. It was a bit weird. And they give that reason, too. Like, oh, well, Norman's still paying for him. Like, but wouldn't they take orders from you since you're their leader and they can do yeah. the same thing in Simcaria rather than New York. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I do find that a little bit of a cop-out with her, and then she just goes, and it, she it's over a phone call, too. If it wasn't a cutscene, like, I gotta go, that'd be cool, that'd be fine. But it's just over a phone call, like, oh, all right. I'm so emotionally torn, Peter. I've got to... Oh, Spider-Man, I've got to go. Like, <laughs> wait, what? Okay. Yeah. Bye. No, but like Call Evan me. said, right before yeah, that, exactly. uh, Spider-Man's, like, trying to get in, and then she shoots at him, and then they have a conflict and then yeah. she's like okay i'm on his payroll like i have to protect him and then some demons like walk by and then she's like oh i'm gonna go take care of these go save, <laughs> exactly go save it's like was, you oh, know what you uh, go fight yourself spider-man or go fight lee i'm gonna take out these <laughs> yeah that whole thing was weird when you think about it yeah yeah it's very weird there were a couple of those throughout the game like just moments of like uh okay i guess you know Nothing like game breaking, but just kind yeah, of like, not like man. oh, this is the worst story ever. But like oh, I wish they expanded on that a bit more than just oh, we'll see you later. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think there's a, I think there's, there is a few moments like that where I'm like, I think they maybe could have expanded on a lot of a few, like not a lot, a few characters. Um, Harry, like, how like, about Harry? What the I, fuck? I, I mean, I like that like, though because he is yeah, like a mystery. Out, I am so happy they're they're keeping that obscure because you know they're going to explain all. Because I the like that as a mystery, so. like because it wasn't I really part so. of this game. I think Yuri I, is that one was of the, the characters. One thing that like flipped me out the most, where it's like this whole time, like we didn't know who Peter worked for, and then it was leaked at E3, like one of the guys who was the motion capture guy for Rhino. He's like, oh yeah, the way on how they detail the models, Rhino's really big. Doc Ock is really tall. Like, okay, well, crap. So I guess that's <laughs> who the mystery character is. But I wasn't expecting them to introduce Otto in that way. Same thing with Harry. That was the thing I thought was the most such a good surprise because Brian Intars the whole time always oh, in Europe doing stuff for Oscorp and in the newspapers online when you read the Daily Bugle mm. newspapers for the game. Oh yeah, Harry's off in Europe doing stuff for Oscorp. Like, okay, cool. In the research stations. Oh yeah, I'm in uh, away. So you gotta take care of uh, Oscorp for me. And then the reveal. He's sick and he's somewhere getting treatment and then um in that whole thing which is funny because in that mission i actually didn't look at that giant metal tank i i totally didn't yeah, neither did I. It, yeah. I looked at the yeah. table 
And then I, I totally forgot what that thing was. Like, oh, crap. And then all of a sudden, Silver Sable came in. I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't get to look at what the tank was. Lo and behold, that's the freaking post credit scene. Like, oh, my, mm. my God. Yeah. I was like, I almost like flipped my, my TV off the stand. Like, holy crap. He's freaking right there. And he's been. I'm like, oh, God. I'm so excited. Oh, so sad, I was so hyped. Uh, yeah, I, I really like how they did that because this game does have a lot of characters and not a lot of them get a get the screen time they deserve. So I felt yeah. like it was kind of perfect for setting him up for the second game. And if yeah. they, if, yeah, and if they have any character to like take away from the screen time, like Silver Sable, I'm fine with. At least they didn't take any time away from like Otto or Peter or MJ or Miles. It's just like a small character like Silver Sable. Like that's totally like forgivable but like yeah the yeah. Oh, man the character development with all these new incarnations of Peter and Otto and Miles and I'm so excited to see how they're going to handle Harry like oh my god and even good. just the hints to Green Goblin as well like with yeah. oh, so many times stuff, yeah. yeah that was crazy cuz I I said to you uh Brett when we were talking about it was uh, so many times through the game even though like Otto was there and like they were setting things up to do with Doc Ock at the same time, I saw little hints stuff regarding yeah. Green Goblin as well. And I was like, mm-hmm. which one are they going to do? Which one is going to show up? Like, Because both are being set up and they're both going to happen at some point. But which one are they doing in this game? I wasn't sure. I was like... I kind of knew it would be Ock just from the fact that Lee was after Osborne. So it, felt, it would have felt weird that Osborne teams up with Lee and you know what I mean? Like, it just Well, didn't... I didn't know if he'd team up with him so much as fight him. And that's what started the conflict. And yeah, you know, there's a sure. reason why they and broke out into those other fights. Whatever, and... So yeah. I wasn't sure which. It was closer to the middle point to end where I was like, where I was like, okay, it's definitely going to be Doc Ock because we we can see what he's doing. Like he's sort of losing his mind a bit here. Um, but early on when he was just working on his designs and then you've got little hints to Green Goblin, I was like, it's sort of up in the air here. I'm like, I'm not too sure. Um, right. So, And then for me, I thought Fisk would come back and be the sixth member just because, again, you take him out right at the start, then he still has oh, all yeah. this control in the city. And then, yeah, yeah we... Evan, he never shows I, up. Let me, yeah, yeah, Evan, let me ask you. So he goes to the raft once you capture him right at the start. Right. And then everyone breaks out. So where is Fisk? Where What's is he, he doing? I have no idea. He's probably <laughs> eating some marshmallows somewhere. No, I don't know. I was going to say, it was like, he was, he, he was, it was like, yeah, he was on dinner break. And he, he was like, yeah, everyone's exactly. like, leave. Everyone's leaving. And he, they're like, dude, we're going. He's like, oh, but I don't want breakfast. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, he just didn't scene. get it. Do you not get the memo? We're breaking like out. In the cell, just eating steak or whatever, just like reading the paper. <laughs> like, oh, you guys have fun. I'll just hang out in my sweet yeah. cell I, eating steak. It was weird. Like, right at the side, he goes, I give it a month and you'll wish you had me back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, right. see ya, we never see you again. Like, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, like, maybe <laughs> like, he oh, did the minute, smart uh, thing and just, like, g- left New York. He was like, oh, fuck this. I'll go anywhere <laughs> else. Yeah. like you know maybe that's what he did but we never find out like it, it, it's never actually said i guess he never escaped maybe he did i don't know it's uh, fucking weird yeah. exactly what, what did we think of stan lee's cameo i was oh. honestly not expecting it because i yeah. interviewed brian e3 and he was being so coy about it and he said you know i don't know about stan lee but i just hope wherever he is that he thinks that we did a good job in the game and to me that was saying okay well they'll probably have him of course in the credits like a name like oh you know like what they showed spider-man mm-hmm. made by steve dicko and stan lee but i wasn't expecting them to do a flat-out amazing cameo like that and all of a sudden i hear his voice 
And mm. then they, they show his beautiful face in 4K oh, on the PS4 God. Pro. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's too beautiful. Yeah, I was not expecting that at all. And when it happened, I was like, that was a, I, I, I clapped a little bit, even though I was on my own in my bedroom. But I, I was like, so loud. that was really great. I, I think it felt like I was watching like an MCU movie or something where like Stan Lee will show up and have his cameo. I was like, this is fucking <laughs> yeah. great. This is a true Marvel <laughs> product. Like, this yeah. was really good. <laughs> that was another thing that got spoiled for me on Twitter, actually. Oh, wow, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, is yeah, there anything yeah. that you didn't get spoiled? Like... You know, now that I think about it, I actually found out everything and everything that happened. <laughs> the script, yeah. everything. Guys, I read the script. That's my bad. I feel like that's partly my bad <laughs> at that point. At that point, that's my bad. But yeah. Um, oh, God. <laughs> what What do we think of the? Because another major storyline that we haven't even touched on is MJ, Peter, and their relationship throughout mm-hmm. this. What, what did we kind of think of a kind of like where it left off at the start where they've been broken up for six months and haven't really talked much, a bit awkward, to, I guess, where it goes throughout this game, the ups and downs of it? I guess like, one of, my favorite scenes, one of my favorite scenes, sorry, Ron, before you go. Okay. Um, I love you. What, well, I love you too. One of my favorite <laughs> scenes in the whole, that I laughed, audibly laughed at that was when he goes, it's over. She goes, over fine he goes no 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 not that <laughs> yeah. like i love that yeah. but like that's hilarious so oh, funny God, yeah so yeah. Hey, what, what are you saying ron so for mary jane at first like i just i didn't really care because her missions weren't that interesting to me it just i it, she got better as the game progressed but at mm-hmm. the first i was like eh. and the way they were telling the story it's like uh her and Peter would meet up and then it's like 15 minutes earlier. You play as Mary Jane and just kept throwing you back in time with her just like 15 minutes. And it was kind of annoying. But towards the end, I, I started to like her a lot more. Um, she actually, I don't know. It, she, she wasn't the same as we've seen before towards the end. At first, it was like, oh, God, it's going to be like they're on, off, on, off. And they kind of were a bit, but then they made up at the end. And I don't know, it was, it was nice seeing them work together and with Miles as well. I don't know, it was just, mm. it felt it felt good at the end. I like them as a team, that trio of Peter, Miles, yep. and MJ. I think they work mm-hmm. really well. I can't wait to see that develop in a sequel. Have those three be, like, really good friends and have, like, that sort of dynamic you'd see in, like, an Uncharted or something like that with those really close friends that, you know, have a good laugh and get along and work well together. I think that was really nice, the way they did the characters. They were written so well that it was interesting to see them you know get closer and develop and peter and mj's relationship was i think it was good having them start off being broken up and then see them sort of come back together again um over the course of the game and one of the scenes i really liked is when they were in mj's apartment and um peter was cooking and then she's talking or whatever about something and the camera pans back and peter's like half climbing out the window (laughs) because of like the sirens and he just like looks back and it just that that shot to me is so fucking funny it's great. I wish I wish you could walk around that apartment as well, like Uncharted Four, where yes. you're in their house and get to like just explore objects mm. and see if she has like pictures of them together. I thought that would be really cool. But I did like the Grand Central Station mission where uh, she's taken hostage and then she finally like sneaks out a bit and then Spider Man like you kind of control uh, who he takes out. Like he's up on the top of the building, and then you can yeah. be like, "Oh, take out this enemy." I thought that was a really cool mission as well. 
That's one of my favorites. For me, I'm with you guys, too. Like, in the beginning, I was like, okay, so you're a reporter, which some people who are, like, hardcore comic fans, they may be a bit upset about that because they just think of Lois Lane. And even Brian Nintar was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. But me, I thought it was interesting because it shows that while Peter's a scientist, MJ's kind of doing the same thing that Peter was. So you get that kind of double angle like oh well Pierre's a scientist but you can do the daily bugle stuff as mj so i thought that was a cool twist and one of my favorite scenes was actually discussing how uh, the reason why they broke up like you know why we broke up and you're like oh this is a trick question is it but then you find out like oh because what she says oh you wouldn't stop treating me like a baby it's like well come on you know he's trying to protect you as spider-man you're getting yourself in these really dangerous situations so he's just trying to save you but what i do like is in that one scene where it's justified where after like Peter almost dies in that burning building and then miles and MJ both save him, And then she's like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry. I screwed things up. I just want to be the one who does the saving for a change. And I love that. Cause it really does show like she wants to be there for Peter, but also help out in the same way. And I love how they do that connection with each other. But that whole thing makes sense. Like you don't, it doesn't matter who you are. You don't want to be, feel powerless in your re- yeah. relationship with your partner. You know what I mean? Cause it doesn't feel like a partnership. So as soon as she said that, like, uh, with her motivations early on in the story, like, I just felt powerless and, like, you know, you're always trying to protect me. I'm like, oh, I get that. Fucking, mm-hmm. I would not date Peter Parker. Fuck that. What a horrible, <laughs> horrible power dynamic relationship that would be. It would be so fucked up and complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It can't work. Yeah. yeah. So ho- hopefully they break up. Do you know what? Um, what? Um... No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get with Felicia Hardy from the DLC, yeah. please. <laughs> oh god you know what i was thinking as well was um with regards to mj becoming more of a partner to peter although when um mj had that spider on her after being mm. at um osborne's part of me thought you know what she's gonna get bitten not mine no no part no of way me was no like way. it's gonna be her they're gonna do that but then, no. like, especially when she had a hand on the side of that thing MJ. and it crawls down her arm and onto right. the thing, I was like, surely that's going to bite her hand. Like, surely. But then it didn't. And and I was like, okay, it's okay, been then on her for hours, too. Yeah, it's been on her yeah, all day. They were swinging around in the spot it was on her. Yeah. It's a... Yeah. Um, but then it didn't. And I was like, okay, okay. But it's going to go for miles. Like, definitely mm-hmm. is. And then when it happened, I was like, yeah. oh, shit, they're doing it. Okay, this is cool. I like this. Um, yeah. I was just like, are they gonna do it? Are they not gonna do it? And then they did do it. Like, uh, like right when it crawled off of her hand, I'm like, Phew! like thank God she's not gonna get bit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Miles, thank you, yeah. insomnia, yeah. thank you. But yeah, if yeah, she got yeah. bit, I'd be like, oh, that's really weird. But um, I'm really cool. glad with Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. post credit scene was hysterical. Just like I've been going through some changes. Oh, oh my God. No, 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 not that, not that. Not those sorts of changes. That's great. When they both jump on the ceiling and it's like, so oh, cool. this is cool, this is cool. I can't wait to see their friendship develop. It's sort of like a like a brother dynamic they've got going on. Yeah, and that'll, that'll brother, be fun yeah. to see. Um, now, for you guys, do you think they're going to at least mention that in the DLC or save it all for the sequel? Save it all for the I sequel. I think they'll save it all, yeah. I think they'll save it all for the yeah. sequel. I think these DLCs usually, with most of these types of games, it's all connected, but also its own separate thing. Right. So, I, yeah, I don't expect Miles to really be involved in many of the DLCs at all, to be honest. Yeah, no, I think they'll save that for the sequel, and they'll do some, they'll do some cool shit. I think they'll handle it well, whatever they decide to do, um, with regards to Miles in the future. Uh, but I'm looking what's forward to. So what's, so what's the speaking of sequel? Uh, 
What's what are the predictions? Where what what kind of? Oh, this is a question that you and I had, James, on Kill Connor Club last Sunday. Uh, so this week for mm-hmm. you, Evan and Ron, where like can you just have it in New York again in a sequel, like just the same city again? I think yeah, yeah. What, do you do anything and then else? Also have um, the other islands to explore, like near Queens or something. Actual Freedom Tower, other than I don't know what that <laughs> was. I know. <laughs> <Freedom>. <laughs> Not the uh, discount tower. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but like I feel like it it needs to be in New York. That's just where like Spider Man has always kind of been, and it yeah. makes sense. I, I know it would. It's kind of hard in some ways because people would be like, "Oh, it's the same city. It's repetitive." But as long as they make the web swinging fun, more buildings that you can enter, I feel like. Um, and just a little bit more areas to explore, I think it would be perfect. Yeah, as well as another yeah. thing I think that would be good that would add to it is um, you change the way some things look. You give Maybe they could try and do a day and night cycle. I know why they didn't do it. Like, I get it. But also, mm-hmm. it would be cool. So, like, if they did and do they it... And they can do it easily, yeah. It would make the city feel different if it had that day-night cycle as well. So I think there's some things they could do. And, like, yeah, like like you guys said, the surrounding areas of places like Queens and stuff like that would just make the map bigger. Like, not a lot of games use the same map. They'll, they'll do a different map. Or, like, you can look at something like Saints Row. From Saints Row yeah. 1 to Saints Row 2, it was... It was still Stillwater, but it was like it was different. It felt like a different place. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit bigger. It was sort of reinvented, but it was still the same place. And I kind of like that. They could do a similar thing, but also their New York is so fucking good. Like all mm. they really need to do is expand and change a few things gameplay wise, and it would feel a little bit different. But it, it works well. So I'm, I wouldn't be too bothered if it was the same. But I think expanding is probably the way to go. Yeah, right. and even make the world a bit more. Uh, I don't want to say interactive is the right word, but just kind of like. A bit more connected to you, like because it did just feel, yeah, a bit more immersive, a bit more immersive because it was just like sure, like it felt it looked alive. I, I don't think New York felt alive, but it looked alive. If that makes sense, I, there's not a lot you can do in it other right. than once in a while someone will high five you. So I guess that's cool. But yeah, one thing that a lot of people <laughs> in the Spidey Squad want is you know the scene from Spider-Man Two where Toby's running through the alleyway and then he you know tears off his shirt and then he just is in the Spider-Man costume and then jumps out of the alleyway. Mm-hmm. They want yeah. that feature in the game. So, like, oh, you can I walk around that. the city as Peter oh, and then yeah. go change into your Spider-Man costume and then just go off swinging. I would love things you can interact. Like, if you, I would love to be able to be in this, go through the whole city as Peter, but there's certain things you can do as him that you wouldn't yes. be able to do as Spider-Man. Certain buildings you Please. can enter. Maybe he has a job somewhere, like like you had where you can go to the, the lab and do stuff there. More things like that where you can go around the whole city. Maybe you can, yes. uh, like, call a cab and, like, you can take Pizza that time. to different places. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Everything. <laughs> More interactive things, the better. I said pizza time. <laughs> pizza That's time. the new job he's gonna get by the end of the game. <laughs> pizza time. Oh, but is that such a funny thing about Peter Parker? Is the fact that like you think Spider-Man would be rich, right? When you just see Spider-Man, you're like, sure, that guy's got his life fucking sorted. And then he's like, no, nope, he's homeless. Uh, he's a homeless <laughs> loser. Oh god, that's great. to be fair. I think this open world though is. Like, what they've done is kind of amazing, where when you run up buildings, it's reflective. Uh, I love that. Yeah, and just on top of buildings, there's pools, there's people hanging out. It's like, again, go play The Amazing Spider-Man 2 from a couple years oh. ago. It is it is the complete opposite. It is so bad. And it's just, oh. yeah, what they've been able to do 
not only from that, but when you're on the ground too, just seeing people walk around, the amount of traffic that's in the game is it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and like all the little details, like stickers on buildings or like the lights yes. and the signs and everything, it's insane. Like you don't even find that much detail in like GTA V. Like this get like the city is really fucking detailed, especially in a game where all you're gonna be doing is swinging around from heights. Like if you yep. just stand and you walk around on the ground. There's so many things you'll find. Like, it's a really detailed New York, and it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It is nuts. What else do we think for the sequel as well? Like, what do, In terms of do, who, who, do you... Yeah, how far are we going with, um, ha, like, this Harry stuff? Do, is that the focus like, of this next game? Is it, is it Green Goblin? Is it... What's going on in that fucking tank for in everyone's point of view? Because w sometimes I look at it and I'm like, oh, maybe it's some weird like Green Goblin stuff. But other times I'm like, mm. it kind of looks like the symbiote. Like, what's going on in that fucking tank? So I'm a big nerd, so I think I know what's going on. So um, they <laughs> definitely did a whole different origin with Doc Ock. But with this, you know, because the whole thing they said, oh, he's been Spider-Man for eight years. He's very experienced. But yet he's never fought Dr. Octopus. So I thought that's such a cool twist. And the same thing here. He's never fought Green Goblin or never fought Venom. And with this, mm. what they keep saying is that GR27 or Devil's Breath was supposed to be a cure for disease and mainly supposed to be a cure for Harry's mom. But then it didn't work. So then they just used it to try and do more research. And then it just turned into this bioweapon where as uh, in the research lab, that secret lab, Norman is experimenting with spiders. And the two that... Uh, were there that have the labels on the MJ if you look at him that she's like what is this bioelectrokinesis optical camouflage those are Miles's powers but then you see this black webbing in the tank that moves and stuff and like it looks like it's trying to heal Harry and that comes from the ultimate Spider-Man comics where it wasn't an alien it was this serum or this you know scientific formula that Eddie Brock's dad and Peter Parker's dad worked on but here it's like they're taking that and then making it so that, I guess, Norman or Oscorp makes it or something. Mm -hmm. And it's going to yeah. be like maybe a, a type of formula or substance that is supposed to heal people like what Devil's Breath was supposed to be. But now they're using it on Harry to keep him alive. And then maybe uh, in the sequel, uh, I don't know if that's going to make him Venom instantly or maybe it's going to escape somehow and then it's going to get to peter and then he's going to be black suit spider-man and then it'll go back to harry or even maybe even eddie brock and have him become venom or something i don't know but it's just going to be amazing how they handle it mm. yeah i think that makes a bit of sense especially well maybe it could find Peter if, if it ends up getting out or maybe maybe they think harry's healed and whatever but it's like hiding within him or something and maybe it could go right. to peter yeah. because if the origin comes from spiders somehow like they were researching on spiders if it somehow comes from spiders maybe that would then find its attraction to peter because that's the reason he wants to go to him because spiders and whatever i don't know something like that but i think it's very interesting there's a bunch of ways they can go with it and also the symbiote goes on peter maybe him and miles could have like a fight towards it's just some part of the game like they fight each other that'd be cool. that'd peter crazy yeah <laughs> who do we play as are we is it like between if you were to fight jump... peter as black suit spider-man but as miles as spider-man oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> so I yeah i reckon we'd be playing as miles at that point because i feel they've got to do we've got to play as both of them at some point in the sequel they're both mm -hmm. spider-man now like it'll be sort of like a 
like a like will do, do you think there'll be a time jump or do you think it'll take place pretty much directly after and peter will be trained uh, i think there'll be oh. a medium medium time it might be like six months or something six yeah, months yeah, there'll still be a lot of training the dlc right? wraps up or something i'm i don't know because yeah. at the end of the game it looks mm. like three months later after that fight with doc ock and that was already in like november or something because that was after that halloween party which was amazing so i think at the end of the game it's either like the end of 2018 or the beginning of 20 in that timeline so i guess maybe a few more months or years will go by when the sequel comes out or something i don't know but i'm really looking forward to it mm, I, yeah. I said this to james but one way they could like uh really do a good gameplay mechanic is have peter he's experienced obviously he knows how to web swing through the set he has all these gadgets and then at Miles, who's kind of inexperienced, so he has a bit of a different fighting style. Uh, his web swinging just isn't as good or polished yet. And then uh, there's missions where they team up and fight together, but sometimes they have to do their own thing. And then maybe, again, if the symbiote goes on Peter, they can have a fight at the end or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces, I feel like, to this uh, sequel. Like, it'll be a lot to do with... Uh, Unless, you know, in this game we had a lot of uh, Peter and MJ sort of relationship. I feel like that won't be as much of a focus in a sequel. It'll be more a Miles-Peter developing, you know, big brother, older brother, mentor-protege sort of relationship, both as both as Peter Parker and Miles and right. also as their Spider-Man personas. So it's going to be that, that sort of relationship. And it's going to be a lot of maybe – I think it's going to be a big focus on sort of father-son, mentor-protege. Yeah. Um, especially with you've got Harry and um, Norman as well. That'll be a big part of the next one. And so I think that's going to be a bit of a focus for the sequel is those sorts of relationships. Yeah. You know what? With all the, uh, with all the uh, like, sort of indications towards uh, Green Goblin, do you think we're going to get a Norman Green Goblin or a Harry Green Goblin first? Like, what do you think? Norman. Norman. I think it's Norman, yeah. I hope it's Norman because I'm really curious to see how that's going to work out with Harry as Venom, because if they handled it, yeah, I think like, Harry's so well Venom, with yeah. Otto Octavius, like a character that, like, you know, mm. my top three Spider-Man villains, I think, are Venom, Green Goblin, and Doctor Octopus. Um, and with Doc Ock, I'm like, he's really cool, but um, I just really hope they do him in a cool way. If they leaked him back in E3, I'm like, okay, so maybe they'll do him in an interesting way, and like maybe he's just a villain, maybe not the main villain. Turns out he is my favorite villain in the whole game. He's my favorite character in the whole game. He, they wrote him incredibly well. And I am so excited to see how that's going to happen with Harry and Peter and have that connection. Like he doesn't want to fight his best friend, but his best mm. friend's this giant alien looking monster. You know, he turns into Venom. Like, oh, I'm going to be so excited to see how that goes down. Yeah, that'd be a super interesting way of doing Venom as well, because like Peter's got to fight his best friend who would be Venom, which would be probably a little bit more interesting than uh, Eddie Brock, to be honest. Yeah. So... That'd be that'd be some interesting shit. Yeah, I hope Norman's Green Goblin as well because yeah, that yeah that'd make more sense. And I'm wondering too because I don't know if you guys have read the prequel novel, uh, Hostile Takeover. In that, I think it references that Gwen Stacy is alive. So if that is the case, Ooh. that's going to be really interesting to see if okay. we experience the death of Gwen Stacy in the sequel, which is going to make me cry even more if I do that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things, uh. a lot of things they can do in the sequel i'm really looking forward to it i really am and the, the dlc as well see what they do there um i need yeah. this dlc right now 
Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Is there any release dates for the DLCs? So the Black Cat one is on October twenty third, but the other two, uh, Turf Wars and Silver Lining, they just come out sometime in November and December, but not not a specific date yet. Okay, that's all right. Hmm. Interesting. Anything else from like the main game we uh, haven't addressed? We've kind of oh, I mean, covered. We kind of uh, favorite. Over... I was oh, just gonna yeah. say we. I was gonna say we kind of glossed over the Aunt May death scene. We didn't really talk about we that did. in depth. Right. Do we? Does anyone have anything to say? Just you know, I cried like a, a baby. Oh that. yeah, couldn't handle didn't it. Care. That all the music, <laughs> the scene, scene. Because I'm I've met Yuri Lowenthal and John Bubniak, and the fact that mm. I get to see that experience where I saw John Bubniak as a character model and see him unmasked in that Spider-Man suit, crying his eyes out, and like I can't handle this emotion yeah. right now yeah that was yeah. a great was scene i loved i loved how it came back to sort of it came back to sort of like the heart of spider-man with the choice between new york and his life as peter he had to choose between you know does he save aunt may or does he save you know the people in new york and obviously but there's no choice there's obviously no choice. you know obviously you know the right choice but then it's it, when you think about it it's like okay obviously we've got to save new york but then you're like oh but that's so but tough. I don't want it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's so tough, especially for Peter. And seeing him, seeing him struggle was, it was really tough. And that final scene where he's like, he's sort of just laying into, like her bed, crying, and then it cuts to black. It's like that was insane. That whole scene, Yuri Lowenthal's performance was absolutely incredible. In yes. that scene. Or she says, "I want to see my nephew." Oh my take off god! Your mask. Couldn't yeah. even. Oh handle. my god! Yeah, got him. Got, got him. Me. Oh, that was so good. That whole thing, like, oh man, that was just insane. Like, I didn't expect this game to be this deep in terms of its story and everything. Like, I expected it to be good, but I didn't expect it to be this good, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, with its story. Um, and I'm just, I'm just so pleased because you can see it's made for Spider-Man fans. You can play it if you're just sort of like Absolutely. a casual fan, but it's, it's, it's just made for fans, and it's just, it, oh, it just makes me so happy. It's, it's so fantastic. Oh yeah, loved it. We trust. Yeah, Evan, can I just say you have two Easter eggs in one of the best games ever? I I I have an Easter egg in Watch Dogs too. Like that's (laughs) how embarrassing embarrassing for you, bro. (laughs) Oh man, imagine imagine having an Easter egg in a game. That's amazing. But it's Watch Dogs (laughs) too. Got him. Got him. <laughs> better off not having one, to be honest. But, well, you go. could say you have you have an Easter egg in this game because we're all part of the Spidey Squad. So, boom. Okay. Well, that I feel like that's a bit of a, a, a bit, bit of, of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a stretch. I feel like you're very generous of you, but no. <laughs> There's radio towers in this game, just like Ubisoft. Okay. Oh snap! <laughs> oh, here we go. Here uh, we go. Spider-Man God. has uh, eagle vision. Confirmed. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah. does. Um, Everyone um, has eagle vision. Up to the leap of faith in the hay bale on the street. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but one thing I want to ask you guys, because I feel like I kind of missed it, but so before release, Insomniac was saying how there's a reason that he has the white spider. Did mm-hmm. I just kind of like miss the big reason? Like um, I don't... It's like a it's like yeah. a law reason, isn't it? It's just like oh, it's no, I find it fiber, weird. They like... they that was the one of the reasons. Like I'm so excited about the suit. Not only is that my favorite suit in the game, is the advanced suit, but I was like, oh cool, there's a story purpose behind it. And then they kind of just yeah, like they say it, it looks better. Or like you gotta like look mm. at it clearly in that scene where like Doc Ock realizes that Peter 
is Spider-Man, and he makes the design for that suit, which I think is so cool. Otto made the design, but then Peter crafted the suit. But the reason why it's white, I guess, is a weird one. They yeah. say it like it. I don't know something about like the visual processing of it. It's like less, so people would see you let like they wouldn't see it as fast or something and then the white is made out of carbon fiber that's the material but the reason mm. why i guess the color is white is because uh, like something about like he's like oh dr carla sopin's research says that the white equals like slower visual processing so that way enemies will see you less or whatever like but it's a giant white spider emblem on his front and back they wouldn't see a giant <laughs> white logo i don't know but it is my favorite suit in the game but i do find that yeah. a little bit weird for the purpose why it's white, but I love the reason how he made it for him. And then it yeah, I mean, I I do like, love that. But again, they were just kind of hyping it up a little bit before. Yeah, releasing. they did a bit too much. Like it's just a story reason. It's big and like okay, yeah. cool. But then it's not really that it's big. Not, like, oh, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it would have been. Do you know what would have been really cool if he designed it a certain way to protect him, and then after he's like gone mad at the end of the game, mm. he tries to kill Peter in a certain way but he can't because of because of the design of the suit that he actually made himself like oh. the tentacles couldn't like there was some like there was a reason to it like so, right. something there like you know that's part of an idea but but then we wouldn't have that epic like black suit yeah, at the end the that is a really fucking suit. cool suit that's yeah, really fucking cool awesome. you're evan your video for like the top five war suits was so good and mentioning how um the classic suit, the damaged one, is just like a little scratch, and then at it's the like end a of the little game, tiny little like nip in the suit, not yeah, even and, close to battle damage. And at the end of the game, you have that suit that's all damaged, and it shows right? the advanced suit under, and it's so much better. But then that's yeah. battle damage. Like, come yeah. on. Ah, uh, yeah. Why couldn't we use that? It's like in the Batman Arkham games, they have the exactly. damaged version of the main suit after the after the game. That's yeah. That's damaged. Yeah, that would have been fucking cool. In this game, it's. It's literally just a scratch, like, on his chest or something. Yeah, and I love yeah. he's like, oh, I hope I can fix my suit and not show my three chest hairs. And then you get the undie suit, and there's literally three chest hairs on the <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That attention to detail is amazing. It is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, God. You know, talking about suits, uh, the I find it a bit weird that it's been eight years, and he's never thought to make another suit. He's just always mm -hmm. had that same suit. Like, this was the first time he was like, you know what? Maybe I could do with another <laughs> Like, he fought the Vulture and Rhino and Electro and all those I people, like he's and he's never made another one. Has he not? Do they say that? Well, In a backpack that you find in the city, you see, like, concepts of his masks and logo designs. Like, oh, well, the White Spider was definitely the way to go, but these other designs are pretty interesting. So you'll see, like, how his other masks were looking like, but you, know, you just never got around to it. Same thing with the web bomb. Like, he's like, oh, here's a gadget prototype. Why didn't I ever finish this? Because he's so busy being Spider-Man. So he was always thinking of different designs, but he sense. just never got around to making it. But this one, I'm like, oh, this, this is literally everything I've ever wanted in a Spider-Man suit how big the logos are, how vibrant the eyes are, the cool, like, padding on the, yeah. uh, you know, the, the like leg it. design, the shoes, like, in the glove, like, ah. Oh, At first, I didn't like perfect. it. When it was first announced in 2016, I was like, I don't like that suit. That's ugly. But I really mm -hmm. like it. I really like it now. It grew on me. I, I mean, up, you know, I, most, I mostly used that one and then uh, the Stark suit. But with the Stark yeah, one, I feel like at night, it just doesn't look as good. It doesn't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But during the day, it's like, oh my gosh, this suit is Yeah, it, it looks really good. The red really pops it off is gorgeous. that suit. Yeah. Very good, yeah. And Spider-Bro just decimating everybody with oh, it. <laughs> such a good suit ability. It's the best. Oh god. Okay. Well, is that yeah. is that everything? Does anyone have anything else to say on 
I loved Spider-Man. It was fun. I loved it. I liked it as well. I think <laughs> Spider-Man was time. a good game. Uh, my personal pick of game of the year, I don't know about you guys, but uh, game of the year for me. Flat hands down. It's hard uh, because God of War and it's right there. God of War. God of War is God of my War game of the still... year so far. Yeah, God, God of War is the... the year for me. See, I didn't cry or anything during God of War. But How I dare did. you? I did. Do you have... Atreus was loading <laughs> in that game for me. Uh, one of the actual Spidey Squad members spoiled it for me. That oh, no, like no. you're dead to me. No, I'm kidding. But I'm well, like, you oh, spoiled you the this, game but, uh, just now for a lot of people. Someone actually told me that Mr. Negative dies in the game. I'm like, are you kidding me? And it was before I played it. So I'm like, son of a but I'm like, oh, it was a, it, you're wrong. Like, okay, good. It was just a fake spoiler. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I hate but, um, fake spoilers. I get I so too. many like, fake spoilers. Like, someone said Peter Parker dies and Mr. Negative dies. Like, you're trash. And it's like, <laughs> there's no way. Um, but I'm like, this game, again, like on a personal level for me, being a huge Spider-Man fan and being on yeah. this journey where I wouldn't even be talking to all you amazing guys right now if it weren't for Insomniac and Marvel making this game because of how they inspire me to become a content creator and focus my dreams on becoming, you know, Pat, you know, YouTuber and actually embracing more of my Spider-Man fandom and appreciating Spider-Man more on, on such a personal level because of this game. And again, I owe that all. To, and they absolutely blew my expectations out of the wall. Mm. This is everything I would have ever wanted in a Spider-Man game and more. And it's just fantastic for me. It's, my game it's, is. It's here, amazing yeah. how things are like living up to the hype infinity war had so much hype behind it and yep. it's just like i walked out of that this is amazing and then with this game too it's like could it really live up to the hype and then it does i just i don't know why yeah, i think i think could because for me I've, i was a fan of ubisoft games for a really long time and i think i got to a point where i just got used to things disappointing me and then watch dogs too hype Oh god, yeah, no, I was, no, I was as never. As soon as I got announced, I and like, I'm like, what is, no. what is the main character look like? A uh, vegan, social justice warrior, hipster, wrench, like. wrench, and Marcus Holloway hype. Oh, oh, oh god, but yeah, it's like but playing PlayStation Four games has mm -hmm. been. It's like opened my eyes to what the standard of gaming should be. Like mm -hmm. we shouldn't be settling for Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed and you know all this bullshit. We should be. We should like developers should be aiming Salty. for things like Spider Man and God of War and Uncharted and Red Dead Redemption. Like these games should be yeah. the, these these are the standard for video games. It's what they should be, you know. Mm -hmm. Not and... Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> no, salty! The salt has been thrown again. Oh, I just God. that's I the real wait. villain of the sequel for Spider Man is Ubisoft. <laughs> is Ubisoft? <laughs> oh God. But I, I really can't wait. I can't wait to see what Marvel does after this. I mean, Insomniac, of course, is going to do another Spider-Man. But after right. this, because it's going to launch a whole genre of Marvel games. Like, it's you just going to be insane. I really hope that the Avengers project from Square Enix is good. Because they have a lot to live up to with this. I hope so, too. Yeah, that one's... I don't know. They need to release Which is weird, because they say, oh, we're going to show stuff in the beginning of 20... Uh, eight seventeen or something with uh, the teaser, and then like, oh, you're gonna learn more in 2018. Like, okay, it's literally September right now. We've heard nothing, so it's like, and they the said a trailer is coming soon, and it that was a month ago. Or soon, yeah, as I in, see. Like, New Year's see, Eve I soon. I'm kind of happy with that because I to me that's not telling me it's going. Uh, it's not telling me the development's going well, but it's also not telling me it's going bad in the sense of right. I think they're seeing spider-man and going shit we have we it needs to be that good 
I hope you so. know what I mean? Like, I that's so. what yeah, I, I feel like. Way. I feel like I mean, they're doing a classic, you know, Avengers game, but it's going to be, you know, a half... There's so many half... Most superhero games are fucking shit to me. Like, yeah. there's, there's the Batman Arkham series, and then now we've got this. You know what yeah, I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. in terms of high, high quality. And I think they're realizing, they're like, no, we need to make that, like, this that good. It's got to have a changing story. Exactly. So I feel like they're just changing so much of what they've been working on, and they're just going to be delayed a lot. So I'm okay with that as long I prefer them to delay it for a long time and make it great. Yeah. Some shithole game. Yeah, I think think the main. (laughs) Go ahead. No, what are you saying, Brett? I think the main thing is. Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> but uh, like <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, they're a really good developer, and maybe they just mm-hmm. they were in over their head a bit, so that's why they keep hiring more and more people for this project. Like you said, mm-hmm. Tyler, it's Is that just who's it's, making it. Yeah, yeah. It's Crystal Dynamics Didn't they is the make main Tomb Raider. Company. Yeah. Did they make like, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? No. No, that was Idos, who is actually working on this game too. Yeah. Idos, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix are all working on the Avengers project. James, do you get mad at Shadow of the Tomb Raider or something when you finished it? Do you hate it? I don't hate it. I just <laughs> I really like Tomb Raider and it's really disappointing. Um, oh, that's bad. Oh. Okay. But Wait, this is it... Crystal Dynamics, so there's hope. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope so. I mean, I, I hope I hope they do a good job on this game. I think mm-hmm. I think there's potential. It's just for me when I visualize what is an Avengers game, it's like I. I just don't, I don't fucking know. How know. They can do it. Yeah, I d- all the I don't characters know. are so different. Do you do that in right. a linear environment? I mean, maybe with Captain America it can be linear, but then how do you do that with Hulk and Iron Man? Because maneuverability yeah, is a huge part of their character. So like, how do you do this? And then you've got Thor, who's a fucking god. Like, I, it, it's strange <laughs> to me because it also can't be open world though. Because if you're gonna do open world with a character <laughs> like Thor, it's got to be the universe seven planets yeah yeah. you can't like how do you do these games the universe like yeah (laughs) oh well we made an open world universe uh oh no man's sky yeah avengers Uh aha right so who knows who fucking knows a good game would be guardians because there isn't that many of them and they all have different kind of styles of combat i I think it would be good that's a rumor right now actually is that they're doing two so square enix is working on the avengers project with crystal and then they're also going to make a open world space traversal like game just for the guardians and it's going to be like a mass effect style if you yeah like that but like you can traverse through space and fly your spaceship around and that'd be a big part of it you'd need some different gameplay mechanics for each of the characters but you could have it in a similar style to like a mass effect with right obviously different things to it but you know as a as a basis for it i guess that could work i can, I can visualize a guardians game more than i can an avengers game uh no man's sky 2 <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you could get you know, the thing you could actually get dave batista to do drax's voice he did drax's voice for like a mobile game really did he, did he yeah really? oh, yeah wow. he did there's a mobile game like a mobile avengers marvel some shield game Mm, I always see right. the ads, like two months ago, the ads were always popping up on YouTube yeah, yeah. for oh, everything. Like, uh, and Marvel Strike Force? That Mar- Marvel Strike Force, watch any of the trailers, it's Drax, it will Drax's voice by Dave Batista. That's crazy. That's cool. Like in all the trailers, it's hilarious. I'm like, because he's the only one that gets lines of all the Avengers because it's like the one <laughs> that's actually, you know, the proper voice. That's cool. But Marvel hate him right now, or Disney. <clears throat> Yeah, because well, oh, yeah, he's yeah. threatening to be like, I'm not fucking coming back. 
Sorry, James. Right. <laughs> We've already lost enough, Dave. Just fucking do the movie. Yet. <laughs> Just make Guardians 3. Stop it. You're I not know. getting your way, unfortunately. <laughs> Whatever. I met Batista when I was like eight years old. He was at the gym. And uh, I just saw like a just Lamborghini. Why were you at the gym? Like, hey, <laughs> what were you doing at the gym? Brett was making fucking <laughs> games, just clanging and banging. You were just, just at the gym when you were eight. I, I would say, I don't even think I knew what a gym was. <laughs> So, my half-sister worked there, and then she knew I was into WWE, and she called, like, oh, Batista's here. So, we pull up, like, my mom drives me, because it's, like, five minutes away. <laughs> I, we see a white Lamborghini. Oh, it's like, oh, my oh. God, it's it's him. And then I, I like, rush into the building. My uh, sister gives me a marker, and then I, like, go up to him when he's working out. Like, it's kind of bad when you think about it, but he's, like, yeah, lifting. Bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, please sign this. Like, it's just some paper or whatever. And then, uh, like, I open the marker, and I can't open it. It's stuck. And I'm like, I'm trying to open this stupid marker. And then he's like, all right, I got it, buddy. And then he takes it off. Nice. (laughs) Was he nice? Yeah, no, he was really nice. And it's, like, again, amazing when you think about it, because it's rude to just go up to someone. Yes, it is, Brett. Yes, it is rude. Some, some, some. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but also your mother and sister let you do it. So, you know. Uh Ah. Yeah, can be you get away with it when you're. Well, you get away with it when you're a kid like that. Was well, how long ago was that? You, you were eight. So what? Twelve. Uh, what? Yeah, thirteen years ago. Jesus Christ. He's like probably 10. WWE champion at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Miss the the good old days. Uh the good old days. Logan Paul UFC. Oh, don't. Are you fucking serious right now? Here we go. Are you going to bring this up to me? Are you going to fucking have this conversation with me right now? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Dana White can fucking sign me. I'll fight that little bitch. Oh, I'd love to see Hello. Oh, oh, my God. That'd Fred, how dare you? How fucking dare you? I'm not even going to give you the... I'm not even, even going <laughs> to call you Ron. I'm not even going to call gonna you Ron. Ron. Yeah. The way you said that was like, I'm not even going to call you Ron. You uh, fuck. I tell you, when I come back to UB Central and make a video, I'm going to say, when? hey, it's Ron here connecting from UB Central. Yes. Are, you, are you coming yes. back yes. to UB Central? Oh, hello. So, so to give you the backstory of this, Evan, though, is uh, there's a YouTuber called Halo Follower. He's like the biggest Halo YouTuber out there. Really? And his name is Chris. It's always been Chris. He's like, hey, it's like Chris from Halo Follower. For years and years and years, I've watched this guy. And randomly, a year ago, hey guys, it's Ron here connecting from Halo Follower. I'm like, wait, what? Like, it's the same guy, <laughs> but now he calls himself Ron. And there's no wow. explanation to it. He's just Ron now. And I, and I, there's a podcast I we had. Crisis. Yeah, we were talking to Brett like a couple of months ago and I brought it up to him and he, like it was one of those moments where he was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Brett, have you seen it? And he goes, oh my God, right? Ron, like, what is that? Like, I know, I don't know. So now that's why we call Brett Ron because he has two YouTube channels. When he's Marvel Central, he's Ron. When he's Ubisoft Central, he's Brett. Uh, Literally everyone in the community just calls me Ron now. I love the people that don't get it because I've started saying Ron from Marvel Central and someone goes, wait, I thought Brett run that channel. Is it two people? And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's Ron. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Idiots. Oh, God.
That's funny. All right. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well, there we go. That's the Spider-Man spoiler cast. Anyway, so brilliant. In classic Kill Connor Club fashion, we finished the last 20 minutes talking absolutely nonsense and nothing about yeah. Spider-Man. But there you go. That's yeah. great. All right. Well, anyways, thanks everyone for joining us for the podcast. Thank you to um, Evan and to Ron for joining us as well. Uh, it's been great. Um, uh, to everyone, because this is going out earlier on Patreon, right? We're doing it. 24 hours early? Yeah, 24 hours. Ah. Well, thanks to everyone on Patreon for, for, for listening to this early, and thanks to everyone on YouTube when eventually listening to this for listening to this. You're all great. And to thank some of you sweet vintage lads that are supporting us over on Patreon, we have King Richard III, Ballsack47, Team Man or Travis, Billy the Team Tonomite, Captain Robertson, Josh DeVellier, Damien, Casey Wood, Aaron Wynn, Mary5380, Loomis Strad, Cameron Morrissey, MuxZ68, Shields, Awkward Cuck, <laughs> fucking hell. Um, hello. <laughs> Uh, Bo Damon, uh, the real Euraptor, Zahir, Captain Keys official, Carl, Ollie the Dane, uh, Ben or Moderox, Elsico Night One, Emil Catborg, Austin, S Jaws, Privy Mover, Julie, Adam Sundling, HBots Twelve, Saggy Tits, Jace the Last Medici, the ACMJS, James and Lad, Yazen, Joe the Sex Boy Smith, Brian Ford, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Joshua Mora, Gene, Marcus Blackburn, Seth, Oscar, Ravjai, Son of a Bitch, OG Doggo, Brandon or BQ Everlord, and Pink Flame three one three. Thank you all so much. You're all bloody great. You really picked up that pace halfway Champions. through because you got rattled. You got rattled by awkward cuck. You every were fucking time, shitting yourself. <laughs> every time. Awkward cuck. What a fucking name. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Is his profile picture Captain Marvel? What is that? Oh, God. Anyways. You're asking, um, you're asking too many questions. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, and thanks. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Tyler, for joining me. Yeah, I'm going to throw up after this. I'm probably going to throw up after this, yeah. Uh, good, I, I hope so. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Hangovers uh, will do that. I don't know how I survived this, to be honest. I'm going to be totally real with you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Thanks, man. Okay. I'm proud of me, too. Lovely. Thanks, Bye. guys. See you all next time. Goodbye, gamers. Bye. <laughs>